This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. That's right. It's going to be February 21st on 2015, so that's next year coming up. So mark your calendars mark now. Mark it now. 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's right. There's going to be sci-fi vendors, costume contests, music, food, and family fun. Free for all ages. A life-size TARDIS, yo. A life-size TARDIS is going to be there. Also, a life-size Cylon battleship from the original 1970s Battlestar Galactica. It's going to be a lot of fun for you and the whole family. And on top of that, they're showing Star Trek IV, The Voyage Voyage Home, Home. on the two, count them, two-story theater wall. So it's going to be awesome. Come out and bring your friends and tell them that the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce sent you. Hello, Internet. My name is Johnny Womack, and of course I have Kyle Deuce here. Deuce, what's going on, mate? Hey, man. Uh, well, you and I had uh, the opportunity to play some games. And we today we are not doing the Happy Deuce Salute, because neither one of us has been feeling all that great. No, we're coming, I'm pretty sure, from... We're, we're broadcasting right now from Umbrella Headquarters, Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that there, you can start the T-Virus with both of us, Yep, um, because... Holy shnikes, man. Like, you've been feeling like dog ass. Well, well, I've been feeling like dog ass. Yeah, let's rewind because, like, I had gotten sick, and then my wife and kids got sick, and then we went to yeah. Louisiana for Thanksgiving. Yeah, to see and all those we, Louisiana animals. And then, <laughs> then we got back, we were feeling better, and then all of a sudden, my wife started coming down. And then yeah. you told me at the last day of your cruise, you yeah. weren't feeling well. So it was well, like, that was my own fault because yeah. I decided to, like every red-blooded man, I sat in the back of the boat watching football, and because <laughs> it's right above where the engine is, they keep yeah. that bitch cold as hell, and I oh, should have yeah. gotten up and you know gotten on some warmer clothes, but I'm like, fuck it, I got a bucket of beer, I got pizza, I'm not moving, motherfucker, Yeah, because it was just me, so it was like, <laughs> right, if I left, right. somebody steal my beer in my spot, so... Yep. But you know it is what it is. So, so yeah, no happy to salute today. So yeah, because uh, we're all heavily medicated. <laughs> we are heavily medicated. Also, do it for us. Let pause. Let you guys do the happy to salute if you're drinking along with us. I like to think people drink along with us. I do too. When they listen, not while they're driving. <laughs> not we don't condone driving. that. No, 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 no. But when they're at home in the comfort of their house, sitting by the fire, if you're up north. Uh, and if you're overseas, you're cold right now. Oh, I'm sure. Florida is high of 82 today. So, yeah, <laughs> and we do hope everyone had an amazing Thanksgiving. Yes, definitely. From so. all of us here to you guys, definitely. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving and a, and happy holidays here in your future. Yes. So, as I mentioned earlier, Kyle and I have had a lot of downtime to play some video games. Yes. Yes. And uh, I thought we would start off by talking about a game that. Um, has gotten some mixed reviews lately. It okay. is the Assassin's Creed Unity. Now, oh, for those yeah. of you who don't know, if you've not listened to our podcast before, we yeah. kind of broke down that there's two games that came out this year um, for Ubisoft for Assassin's Creed franchise. There's the Assassin's Creed Rogue, which came out in the last gen, PS3 and 360. And then there's the the current gen, or the next gen, um, the Assassin's Creed Unity, which yeah. came out for PS4 and the Xbox One. Now, you're playing it I'm playing it on the PS4. The PS4. Um, Before we get into other news on Assassin's Creed, I thought you can give us a little review, Kyle, of of the game. I'll ask you some questions along the way. Yeah, definitely. Um, Basically... uh, Let's preface our comments, Kyle. We loved Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Yeah, let me do a little bit of that Yeah, let's do a little rewind on Um, that. 
and also a little bit uh, rewind of my history with Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. I got the first one. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, and then I didn't play it again. And then I actually bought, I think it was Assassin's Creed 3. Which one was the one that was in America? What, what Three, you, with the Revolutionary yeah. War and uh, Washington. I didn't yeah. even open it. I actually oh, ended wow. up taking it back and get my money back for it at, oh, like, wow. eight months later because it still had the shrink wrap on it. Yeah. Um, I bought Assassin's uh, Creed 4, Black Flag, because everybody was like, look, because I just got my PS4, and everybody's like, that's the best-looking game for the machine. And I'm like, I don't even care if I like it. I just want this thing to just wow the pants you off You wanted me. to have something to play on your newly won yeah. PS4 from Taco Bell. From Taco Bell. Just in case you haven't heard us before. He won yeah. from Taco Bell. And, uh, and I wanted it to wow me. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even care if I like the game. I just want it to just knock my socks off. And it did. And plus, I love pirates, so like I was in love with it, and I played it, loved it, bought all the season pass for it, bought everything. So I go Best Buy, pick up Assassin's Creed Unity. Pretty pumped coming off last year. Oh yeah, pop it in. Well, because the E the E three looked pretty good. You know, it looked the, good on at E three, and yeah. especially when they said. It is going to be just for next gen systems. I was super, super pumped because oh, yeah. I'm like from the ground up. Yeah, yeah no, ground no up, transfer, no port nope, overs. Nope. Yep. So I was like, this is awesome. Oh, I yeah. really want to support them with my dollar because mm-hmm. they're saying, you know, this is just for next gen, which I really like supporting. Get it home. It takes forever to update because the day one patch on that thing was a beast. I mean, it was a huge patch. How long did it take you? I want to say it took like 45 minutes. Wow. And I have like long. the highest internet you can get from Bright House. Right, right, so right. it's not like I've got crummy internet. Right. So it took like an hour. Mm-hmm. And then finally I'm like, okay, finally I can start this thing. Guys, I want to give you <laughs> better news than I've got because I love Ubisoft. Right. This we, thing, yeah, it, yeah, it's a hunk of shit. Like, well, Deuce is going to break down what yeah. that means, what a hunk of shit means. Yeah. But. Um, before you get into that, um, I I want to agree with you about uh, Black Flag. Uh, we like I said, we both loved it. I'm actually a year later. <laughs> I'm actually playing Black Flag again, and I yeah, just forgot I how much today fun you were. You had it sitting yeah, on the shelf. I go, out. I was like, dude, so I'm still playing this game. I haven't 100 percented it because I want to get the the platinum on this. Um, and I was like, oh man, I forgot how much fun this game is. Oh, I yeah. like, I go and I'm just having a great time. Two hours, three hours are gone. I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I'm like, unlocking things, finding all the. Not the shards, but the, uh, the the music notes, whatever you oh, call Oh, yeah, the, the shanties. shanties yeah. yeah. So I'm going through finding all the shanties, and it's just a fun game. You enjoy yeah. the you enjoy the ride, literally. Yeah. You know, and the pirate ship mechanics are excellent. And then I started reading some reviews online, and I said, Deuce, the thing about us at the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, we don't sugarcoat anything. No, We're going to no. tell you if we love it, we don't. Yeah. So you said, I quote, this is a hunk of shit. What yeah. does that mean? Give us some ideas here. Why did you not like this? Okay. One of the, well... There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of reasons, but go ahead and just give yeah, us a few. I'll give you a few off the top. One is, and, and I don't remember having to do this in the other games. I know the first part I didn't have to do. You have to upgrade like all your abilities, which I don't remember in the other game having to upgrade all these abilities. Like You know when you blend in normally? Mm-hmm. You don't even start with that. Like You've got to get oh, to really? like, level two or three before you can just blend in with the crowd. Oh, so, wow. I mean... It doesn't matter if you walk in a crowd. Everybody can see you. They're like, oh, yeah, that motherfucker's right there. And I'm oh. like, well, <laughs> that makes it hard to be stealthy when yeah. everybody and their brother can see you. True. That pissed me off. Microtransactions have invaded this thing like a mother. Because well, it's just crazy. Right. You have the uh, Ubisoft has what they call the Uplay, yeah. uh, which is a separate account through Ubisoft that you have to log in. And 
And the, and I remember with Watch Dogs, there's some cool incentives like we talked about when we, we reviewed Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah. There's some cool incentives you can do to unlock in-game content by yeah. just playing the game normally. Yeah. But with this, you have to... What I was reading online, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you have to yeah. have a Uplay account just to unlock some, tre- some, some treasure chest. Oh, it gets worse than that. <laughs> it gets worse than that. that. The, yeah, because the Uplay thing didn't bother me too much because I, I understand Uplay. I used it in... Far Cry, I used it in Assassin's Creed 4, and I'm used it in Watch Dogs. Mm -hmm. I'm using it in Far Cry 4 now, and I've gotten some cool things from it. So that didn't bother me. But you get to a treasure chest, and it said you have to have the uh, Assassin's Creed Unity uh, companion app. uh, Oh, there's a companion app? Yeah, and it's not even an app. It's called AC Unity, and it's a game. And it's like a a phone game. Mm -hmm. So you've got to play the phone game to unlock these chests so it's like not only do i have to download this extra app on my phone i've got to actually play the stupid game on it and i was like you know what just got the game let's give it a shot download it goofed around with it a little bit and you know while i'm pooping and you know played it and i'm like okay it's not too bad still hasn't unlocked the damn thing for me then on top of that the microtractions invaded because the cool thing is your guy this year is fully customizable. Right. Everything from weapon loadout to his outfit, the whole nine yards. Well, you've got money, and then you've got these things that are called hack currency. So you can hack it. So you can say, okay, instead of paying for it, I'm going to pay the hack currency and hack to get this piece of equipment or whatever. Right. You can actually buy those in-game with real money. And I'm, yeah. Whoa. And okay. I'm like, hey, yeah. You guys, we haven't done a video yet, but I just grimaced when he said that. Yeah. So. Because it's like, literally, if I just wanted the best equipment, I could just go in there with, you know, if I'm a little kid with mom and dad's credit card. And, you know, because they even had one where it was like a hundred dollars and it was, wow. yeah, you could get like a, That's a lot. thousand or a million of these hat so, credits or whatever. So a pay to win. Yeah, basically pay to win and I'm like, wow. ugh. That breaks games, man. Well, it breaks games and not only does it break games, like, I kind of knew this was coming because, I mean, it happened to me and we talked about it in an earlier podcast with Call of Duty like three or four years ago. Right. Where microtransactions started invading and, you know, I got it, understood and, you know, then Assassin's Creed started adding the season passes, mm-hmm. which I'm like, okay, a lot of games are doing season passes now. Right, right. It's a but standard now to do season passes. Yeah. Well, now they're just going full Monty. Like, they're just going full Monty. Let's get as much money out of the consumer as possible. And to me, that that kind of pisses me off because it's like, I already dropped 60 bucks on your game. Right. You know, if I really like it, like last year, I dropped another $30 on the season pass so I could get all the cool stuff, the extra stuff. And now you're asking me to drop, like, more money into the game to unlock mm-hmm. stuff? And it just, I don't know. It's one of those things, as a gamer, irks the shit out of me, you know? And also, it makes it to where people are at unfair advantage. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the only way I could see a super unfair advantage is, like, if you were playing co-op with somebody who bought a bunch of cool shit. And Did you ever play co-op? I did not, to be honest with you. Uh, just because I, I actually t- got to the point with this game, I got so fed up, I shelved it. Wow. Like, I played maybe 10, 12 hours. Oh, a good portion of the game. Yeah, right. and then I, I put it away because I just got so pissed off with it. I was right. just like, I'm I'm done looking at you. Yeah. Because it just made me angry because I'm like, I spent really good money on this because I bought, you know, Call of Duty, I bought Assassin's Creed, and I bought Far Cry 4 three weeks in a row. So, within the course of three weeks, I spent... What's that? One hundred and eighty dollars, right? Right. And it's like shit. 
I could have spent this money on a game that I might have really liked, like that new WWE 2K15 mm-hmm. or The Crew right. or something else, and it just, I don't know, man. Like, it irked the crap out of me. Well, so another thing, away. you mentioned that that huge day one patch. Well, if yeah. you didn't download that day one patch, the game is essentially unplayable. Yeah, it was broke as balls. Because it was the, broke as balls it's with still, the patch. It's still, uh, that was something I was reading online, and you can tell me... Um, Unfortunately, I heard it was worse than the Xbox One version. Um, it just because of yeah. it doesn't have the, all the resources, and also both games are only running at 900p. Uh, They're not running at 1080p, yeah. which is another thing which is strange because yeah. you know, and there's a huge debate. They were talking about how the the producer they were saying, oh well, it's not it's 900p. That way, we, we on both systems they both run fluid. Yeah. Now, if you read between the lines, they dumbed down the PS4 version, so they went. I think have, that's, that's exactly what they did. What they did and to be there's a huge hit. Yeah. You can notice, and this is one of those things where you know, there's a I, I'm a I'm an audio and a video file. Like I I love pristine video quality and audio quality, and this is a game where you're going to go show people this is the difference yeah. between 1080p and 900p i'm sorry yeah, this sure. is Kyle you saw it firsthand yeah this there is a difference a lot of people are like no nah, you can't tell yeah, well, I could every, tell. people could tell yeah. and also the frame rate dipped a lot in this game oh, too oh hell yeah it did like there were parts where you know you'd be running wrong and there might be like two or three soldiers behind you you dip around a corner and you go in a crowd and there's like 60 people and the frame rate went and just shit the bed and you're like so that- Fuck, so now everything's going really slow. You're already trying to get away right. from somebody running, and everything has just gone to, into slow-mo, and you're like, mm-hmm. well, shit, I'm fucked. Because, right. you know, I, I can't get out of this, and, you you know, I can't turn in a different way to get around this crowd. And Not to mention, yeah. um, from what I've been reading about, the, the multiplayer, it's essentially, I mean, it's unplayable as well. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of issues. What else um, did you see? Um I had to fight with the controls a lot because they were like, oh, you know, we improved the controls, this and that. And I'm like, cool. I like what they did with 4. Yeah, the controls were fine. controls were fine. And then they just, they fucked with it. I I don't know what it is, but the difference between 4 and this controls, these, I'm almost wrestling with the controls of the game as much as the puzzles, which I shouldn't be doing that. Uh, In the fights, you know. Um, And it was cool because in this one they added buildings are open so like if a window's open you can go in it and you can actually walk around inside the building or the front door's open you can run through the front door like you can cut through a building like through the inside of it instead of just going over the top nice nice in theory you you jump to the window and you can't even get in the goddamn window and it's like it should be fluid it should be like okay i jump off the rooftop i grab on the ledge i jump through you know through the window go through the window keep running no like it just stops and then it's like I got to hit a couple buttons to like get him to go through the window. Till finally, oh, wow. I'm like, screw it. I'm just going rooftop and right. just not even dealing with going through buildings. Mm-hmm. Now, is there anything that you did like about the game? It looked pretty when it wasn't hiccup. What I call hip hiccuping, which yeah. is the frame rate issue. When right. it didn't have the frame rate issue, it looked pretty. The cutscenes uh, looked pretty. The customization options. Really cool because you can get like new weapons. Like you can get a hammer, you can get like a hand axe. Well, you've had the hand axe before, but the hammer was cool. And also, you can get like long arms, like big two handed weapons, which are really really cool. And I I like just the having all the different loadouts. Like right. literally, there you could have a hundred different assassins. Like I could make an assassin, a hundred different people could make an assassin, and they'd be totally different. Nice. And I'm not just talking about how they look. Weapon loadout, the whole nine, right. which was cool. And that's something I think Assassin's Creed's been really missing and needing. But 
there's a part of me that thinks with this game, maybe they were just too damn ambitious. That's what it sounds like. Well, yeah. he, a friend of mine also plays played the game, and what he told me was, sure, this is the most you've ever had in a game in Assassin's Creed. Like, you have several NPCs. Yeah. But the point, he goes, it's almost to the point where it's their downfall, because A, it, yeah. it takes a lot of resources to run that yeah. many. And B, he said there was parts where he was being chased and he'd run and he'd get stuck almost like a wall because you yeah. couldn't get through the people. There's so many yeah. people. There's Did so many had- people. Yeah, you couldn't get through them. And then the other thing that would suck is like you would get in situations where, same thing, like you're getting run, you're running and you're getting chased. And it's almost because there's so many people, you get railroaded into going a certain direction, which was opposite of whatever your target was right. or whatever. And it was just because there's too many people in the way. Now, I know... At least in my head, and and I can't speak for Ubisoft, but in my head they were like, "Well, if we can say we can put you know a hundred people on the screen at one time, that's going to wow people. They're going to think it's awesome." And tech demo wise, that's awesome. You got well, yeah, hundred NPCs. E3, it looked yeah, amazing. It looked amazing. In theory, looks great, sounds good. In practice, complete utter shit because right. they're just. It's like having a bunch of hundred really dumb people. <laughs> you can't like <laughs> yeah. you can't jump over them. You can't get around them, and you can't hurt them out of the way. Right. At one point, I ended up busting out my sword and just like cutting Killing people. people. Yeah, yeah. Just like all right, I'm just gonna hack my way through this. Right. And oh man, and there were so many glitches, so many glitches to where it was game breaking. Like you'd be in the middle of a mission, and your target would like fall through a building <laughs> or like you would go to kill your target and he gets stuck in a building wow or you would I heard get about stuck that in one. a building yeah. i heard about the players getting stuck in a building yeah. uh also heard if you have the pc version of the game you don't have a face like you oh, have wow. like they, it's just a skeleton like with like the the, the costumes floating on, eyeballs floating eyeballs yeah. you guys google pc um glitch PC fails pc glitch assassin's creed unity you'll you'll see it it's just like you just see little eyes and a nose and a lips floating, and there's wow. no face like this. So yeah, what what? How does this make you feel about Assassin's Creed? I'm not gonna lie, I'm not buying the next one. I'm just I'm over it. It burns you a little it, bit. It burned the shit out of me to the point where I'm gonna wait for reviews on the next. one. I heard Rogue got better reviews than than Rogue the, got astounding reviews. Like everybody I know that played, it's Rogue more of the said same, but it. it's more of the same, which is but, all what I wanted. Right. Like I think if. I, to be honest with you, if I'd gotten Rogue for the PS4 instead of Unity, I'd be happy. Well, I'd be like awesome. But this is if, just if garbage. Ubisoft isn't if Ubisoft wants some a little a little advice from me, I think they should just go ahead and port the Rogue version yeah. to the PS4 because yeah. I think people would enjoy it more. To be honest with you, if they port Rogue over, I will buy it right. like hands down. Now I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna pay sixty bucks for it. They no, need they better to drop it. Do it like forty or fifty or something, and right. then I'll be more than happy to buy so, the port. But this is the way we can get context for our listeners. What would you? And I know we like to have hyperbole here. We like to really hype things up, but yeah. but try to reel, reel in your emotions here and give a. What would you? What did you give Assassin's Creed for Black Flag? I know we're not reviewing that game, but this is what people can compare what you thought. Oh, a what, solid nine. A solid nine. Yeah, okay. solid nine. I would Maybe prob- even nine and a half. Yeah, I, I'd probably go eight, eight point five. I really okay. liked it. Now, where would you put? This isn't the worst game you've ever played, so don't give it a one or a two. No. But where would you, honestly, objectively, where would you give? Um, I'm not gonna lie. Go, going into this, I was gonna give it a three, but with you saying what you said, yeah, because it's not the worst game you've ever played. No, I will kick it up to a four. Okay. Maybe four and a half. So let's call it a four and a half. Yeah, so just to give it the benefit officially of Officially a four and a half. What would give you what would make this a higher score? Fix up the frame rate issues, 
that and just make it not so goddamn confusing. Like, literally, there's one part, and, and this won't be a, a spoiler for you guys, because it happens within, like, the first... Actually, I think it happens, like, as soon as the... You know, it actually shows the title screen and shit. You become an assassin, or actually, you're getting taken to the Assassin's Guild to become an assassin, because this guy has been apprenticing you in jail and is going right. to let you become an assassin. Well, you got to drink this cup, and it puts you basically in an acid trip. I couldn't figure the thing out. It took me an hour and a half to kill this one dude because I kept going straight forward at him to kill right, him, and you right, can't right. do that. You had to go through the crowd that's around him. Yeah. But it never says go through the crowd. It just says kill the motherfucker. Right. So it's like, you know, and that's why I love the Uncharted games. Like, if you get stuck in a puzzle, they've got a timer on them. So if you get to, like, the 30-minute mark or the 45-minute mark and you haven't figured out the puzzle, Uncharted automatically unlocks the puzzle for you. So then you don't have to worry about doing the puzzle yourself. You just... It just basically does it for you because it's like, look, you must not be a puzzle person, but you like the platforming and the shooting, so we'll take care of the puzzle for you. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's what this game needed in a couple places because you just couldn't do it. And not to mention where you'd be in a mission and you'd have to do something and the glitches made it game-breaking where you couldn't do whatever the mission was. So, I I don't know. I'm glad it's back in the box and on the shelf. Trading that that bitch in, huh? You're going to wait till season pass. To be honest with you, I'm not going to trade it in, which I know sounds really stupid, but I think it just needs to sit there and I need to like take a breath, give it a minute, and then go back to it with a clearer head and then see what happens. And at this point, I figure, you know what? I've already spent the money. I'm not right. getting my money back. No. So I might as well maybe down the line But currently, play it. Kyle gives us a 4.5 beers out of 10. Yeah, so. there you go. A 4.5 beers And if we were 10. doing the video version of this, we'll yeah. have our pixelated 8-bit uh, beers. 8-bit beers, yeah. Before and then a half. Yeah. So we're working on these things, yeah. ideas, folks, here. But 4.5 beers out of 10 yeah. here for the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yeah. All right, Kyle, we're going to take a small break. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Assassin's Creed before we take our break? Oh, yeah. I okay. did actually have one small thing I wanted to add, and I will say this is kudos to Ubisoft on this. They're giving away the first expansion pack, the Dead Kings DLC, for free to everybody who bought the game because they're like, look, oh, okay, that's the nice. game is so glitchy and so messed up. The first expansion pack that you were going to have to pay for unless you had bought the season pass they're giving to you for free. And that's the other reason I'm keeping it, because I'm like, well, if they're going to give me the first DLC for free, you know, might as well stick around and play it and see what the DLC gives me. So, you know, kudos to Ubisoft for being at least, you know, hey, we messed up, we screwed up, my bad. Okay. So Kyle gives us a 4.5 beers out of 10, and we will be taking a small break. And when we get back, we'll be talking about a game that I finished on the exclusively on the Wii U. This episode of the Happy Hour is brought to you by Amber Johnson with Rarity Photography. Nothing gets Amber Johnson more excited than an amazing picture. She's got affordable pricing. She makes sure that her clients is valued and is a top priority. She always makes sure to give direction when she shoots. It's her job to make sure you know exactly what to do and how to do it. Quality you can count on for five years of experience. With so many people out there calling themselves professionals, it's important to hire someone that knows their camera and knows what they're doing. Each session comes with a free CD of edited images. Don't forget, you always need pictures for your high school seniors, engagements, weddings, families, newborns, 
children's and special events, including the holidays. And you can get a hold of Amber Johnson with Rarity Photography at Facebook at Rarity Photography. You can email her at rarityphotos at gmail.com. And Johnny, how do you get a hold of her on the horn? You can give her a nice phone call at 863-303-3789. Once again, that is Rarity Rarity Photography. And folks, we're back with a happy hour with Johnny and Deuce. And Johnny, you played a game uh, right before the holidays. Actually, before we left, I think you finished it. And what game was that? Bayonetta 2. Ah, okay. Now, bring me up to speed. I've never played Bayonetta. All I know is it's got a hot chick with big boobs and like a bunch of guns. And that's about all I know. You know, and that's that's the funny thing about it is that's all you really need to know. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I'll go into more details, obviously. Uh but it's a sequel to the game by Platinum Games. <laughs> it sounds like the game for me right it is, there. <laughs> it, is, it is a lot of fun. Let me just preface my comments by saying, if Smash Brothers didn't come out, and we'll be doing a review on Smash Brothers later, this is probably the most fun I've had uh, playing video games this year. Uh, Bayonetta 2 is a sequel, of course, from the studio Platinum Games. Okay. No, Platinum Games, they made a lot of um, Nintendo uh, only games. Uh, okay. They did the Wonderful 101, which is a like a little hack and slash, like Beautiful Joe crossover kind of deal. Okay. Um, I don't say like a crossover, but in the same style of Beautiful Joe. And then um, they also they also did uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Remember that one where it's like a hack and slash? You're playing as. Um, oh, the Metal Gear Solid that was yeah. a hack and slash. Mm-hmm. That I, I didn't play it, but it, it looked it got beautiful. Reviews, yeah. yeah, like it looked great. And then of course they did the Mad World game, which is a Wii exclusive. Yeah, that game. that looked awesome. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, it was all like really, really graphic, but it was all in black and white. Uh, but Platinum's got a good background on games. They they do really well in really innovative games. And when I heard about the sequel, um, I checked out the demo. Yeah. And my friend, our friend Marcus, yeah, yeah, Marcus Cleveland, his wife Nikki Cleveland, um, yeah. she's also a big fan of the Bayonetta series. And yeah. at the time when I played it, they hadn't gotten a Wii U yet. Um, they yeah. later get got one later, but uh, Bayonetta Two is essentially it is a uh, like a hack and slash, yeah, game, right. But you're you're this umbra witch named Bayonetta. Yeah. Her, her real name is uh, Ceresa, and uh, she's this really awesome, charismatic. Um, she exudes like just. She's so awesome, like the like this. I don't know, like she's really witty and charming. Yeah. Like she, uh, every little quip that she has and retort is really funny and comical. Yeah. And she's got a British voice, so oh, it's cool. kind of cool. Um, and one of the main differences between this and the the first game, I just feel like this is the best mechanics because with the first game, it ran the best on the 360, Bayonetta yeah. one. And at the time, um, when you had the PS3 version, it was just slow. It didn't. It was sluggish. It didn't run as well. And the yeah. 360 version. Uh, was the best version of the Bayonetta one, but the nice yeah. thing about Bayonetta two is you got you get both with the game when you buy yeah, the Wii U version. I saw that. That looked really cool. And it's actually the the port that they have of Bayonetta one is actually even better than the 360 version. So, wow. Yeah, it runs really, really smooth, 60 frames, uh, 1080p, uh, really, really smooth. Uh, but Bayonetta two, you don't really have to know about the story because the story is out there. Yeah. I mean, Bayonetta is an Umbra witch. She's a witch, right? Okay. You don't have to even know what Umbra is, but she's that's what type of witch she is. And she's in this world that's like ours today. No. But all these weird, like, supernatural things happen. Like, there's, like, angels and demons and all this. And she's okay. fighting them, okay. essentially. And in this game, you hit her, just to give you a little bit of the plot, why you're doing what you're doing. Right. Her friend, Jean, female. Um, okay. She's, uh, they're all fighting. They're both buds. And they're yeah. fighting. And, they're, and then they are fighting these demons. Yeah. And when they're fighting, 
Baina thinks that she gets rid of this demon. The demon comes in and takes Jean's soul. And in this game, the way they represent soul is it looks like a ghost form of you. But it's yeah. literally being pulled away. Yeah. And her body is pretty much empty now. Like her yeah. physical body is empty. So, but the problem is, she finds out that Jean's um, soul is dragged to hell. So she's right. literally got to go to the gates of hell to get, and back. get, to get yeah. back Jean's soul. I know this sounds crazy, but that's yeah. what I love about this game. It is over the top, fun and and crazy. In it's a good definitely way. got a, anim- a very heavy anime feel to it. It does, kinda. it does, and it, it helps that you know you've got an amazing lead lead cast. I mean, she the, the one who voices Bayonetta, she's excellent. I mean, she's like I said, she's very charismatic and she always has nice little quips. But she's surrounded by a good cast. She's surrounded by this yeah. this guy who has ironically called a bar called his name is Rodin, and he has yeah. a bar called Gates of Hell. Yeah, and uh, he's he he knows a lot. Both by both sides, he's kind of like a bounty yeah. hunter. Uh, he gets told to go and take souls and stuff, and he gets rewards for them. And so he's kind of like a mercenary. He doesn't really have good or he's either on either side. But he kind of seems to side with Bayonetta a lot. Yeah. Um, but what I love about this game is it goes like you start off the game and you're fighting these angels, and then you're on top of these jets, and you're yeah. fighting on top of these jets, and then you're flowing <laughs> all the way across to the other side of the world in the same fight, and like it is over the top and crazy. But it's it is fun. I know you yeah. guys listening. You're like, oh my gosh, what is this all about? Yeah. It, the nice thing is, it's got stuff for anyone can pick up and play. Dude, it's like you can yeah. pick up and play and just have a good time yeah. with it. But there's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a button masher because there's definitely like if you know what you're doing, you get far. Yeah. And they actually at the end of each level, they they grade you like they oh, give okay. you like a ultra a score, like a pure platinum, platinum, uh, silver or gold, silver, bronze, and then I think it's stone. Stone is the worst. Yeah. And so, like, it gives you incentive to want to go back and replay the level because yeah. if you replay the level, you get more coins or little right. uh, little rings. Right. They look like Sonic rings. This was, yeah. this was published by Nintendo and Sega. So oh, okay. I guess it's kind of paying homage to Sonic there. Uh, yeah. But they got the rings that you get after killing each enemy. And you okay. can redeem that to customize and upgrade your character. Okay. And you can upgrade your attacks. You can upgrade. You can get different weapons. And I'm different sure different outfits. Well, that was what's really cool is at the end when you start getting a lot of gold, you can get these items that you can equip that will double the amount of gold you get for killing enemies. It'll double the amount of attack you do because you have a magic gauge and you have a regular attack gauge and all that yeah. stuff. And there's some really good fan service. There's a Peach yeah. costume. You know, oh, Mario's... Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, Princess Peach. Uh, and there's a Zelda one. Uh, or not Zelda, nice. but Link one. And it looks really, really cool um, because when you... Not only do they do uh, the costume change, but the way they fight changes. So it's, oh, that's it's, it's cool. really interesting. I won't go into all the details because that's something really cool you can do at the end of the game. But they, yeah. there's a lot of fan service there um, with the with the costumes you can get at the very end. Right. But, um, yeah. My biggest question is like, like you said, I don't need to know any backstory to play it. Like they kind of go into part they, two. Yeah, they they kind of go into a little bit of backstory. You kind of learn more about. Uh, her her mom and her father and whatnot and what they're doing because obviously yeah. they they you have a, a character named Loki that you find you stumble across he's like this okay. little boy he's probably like twelve years old and he doesn't know he doesn't remember his past right. he he has no idea what's going on and he kind of reminds me of Gambit you know the the X Men yeah. he he th- his his abilities he th- shoots playing cards oh, right okay. and, they're, and they're like look like tarot cards but they do different abilities and whatnot yeah. you, you you get to play as him for like a short. Short like level, half a level or something. yeah, it's so it's cool, but you don't really, you know. Uh, but he's kind of quirky and he doesn't really know what's going on. And then of course you have another guy, but I can't, the name escapes me right now. But he's got a, he's got a little top hat and he he always f- crashes into stuff. Um, but 
the thing is, is like you, you want to kind of you get two stories there. You, you want to go save Jean, but you yeah. also kind of want to know what this Loki guy is all about. So yeah. it's, it's so you kind of learn more pieces. And the way they kind of do a cutscenes, sure, there's like regular CG scenes, yeah. but they also have like these storyboard scenes. It's just like voicing over, and it's like right. this like nice little storyboard, going almost across. like a comic book, almost like an animated comic book. So okay. it looks really cool. Uh, and I think they do that to save the space, whatever, so oh, it runs true. smoothly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so that's interesting, and you kind of want to know what happens. It's not one of those things where it's just a mindless story. Even though the story is kind of weird and over the top, you still kind of want to know what happens. And because you get to see what you're rated at each level, yeah, it's like you know what boss fights are, right? Yeah, it's almost like you're playing boss fights continuously throughout the game. Oh, so it's wow. challenging. Yeah, because you have just so you guys know, you have your regular standard attack, your your fast slow yeah. attack, and then you have a jump, and then you have what you want to do is you want to do your dodge. If you dodge okay. at the correct time, you go into your witch time, yeah. which is like bullet time from, from Mad Max, if right, you're right, right. Mad Max fans out there. So that, that premise has been around forever. But if you do it just perfectly, you go into witch time, and then you can do special abilities that are unlocked with witch time that you wouldn't normally have. So oh, it's, okay. it's it, there's a lot of incentive. But I, I'm, I'm nowhere the, the best player for Bayonetta, but I, I hold yeah. my own. Um, it took me about 10 hours to complete the main oh, that's camp. a pretty solid. And so, then you can go back. Does it have a pretty good replayability? Well, yeah, because when you go back, you you, you want to unlock more um, things. Because you're right. like, oh, well, I want to go back and unlock the Peach costume. I want Because yeah. it tells you. They call it like Super Mario, Mirror 2. So it's like, oh, okay, they're kind of playing homage to the Mario, but they yeah. don't want to call it Mario. Because they're not yeah. calling it the Peach costume. Yeah. So it's kind of funny in that way. Um, but I just I like going back and, and trying to beat my time, beat my yeah. score, because you get rated not only by how you attack, but right. how fast you beat your opponent. Oh wow! As well as uh, the number of combos you use, because if you keep using the same combos, they tell you in the yeah. little tips, your attacks go down. Like it just oh, you're as powerful, okay. so you want to yeah. change up your combos there. So it kind of makes you want to go back and unlock everything and play through this, play through the story again and whatnot. Because as far as I know, there's there's only one ending. There's not like a good or a bad ending yeah. and whatnot. But I just the replayability is there. Uh, it's just so much fun, dude. So, like yeah. you just go in and you play. You, you go and you want to up yourself. Yeah. Like and it's and then there's a co-op which I haven't yeah. got. Ch- I didn't get the chance to play that. You can do certain missions with co- with a buddy. Oh, that's so, cool. I'd like to go back and check that out. Um, it's it's a fun game, man. I, I now, re- can you do the co-op like in the living room? Like, could I be sitting on the couch with you, and me and you do the co-op at the same time, or do we have to have? Two we use to do the co-op. I I actually haven't thought about that. I I don't know if it's a local co-op. I I know it's online co-op. Yeah. I don't know if they do the local co-op because of the split screen. That would screen. be interesting to find out. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't think about that because of the split screen. Maybe it would slow down the because resolution. Because Nintendo's, or, Nintendo's yeah. played around with doing uh, local co-op by using the gamepad on one screen. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Like, if I'm playing it, or you're playing it on the gamepad, right, and then I've got a controller and I'm playing it on the TV. They've experimented yeah. with other games. I don't think you can do that with this one if memory serves. I think it's only online co-op. Oh, okay. Um, but no, I mean, I, I don't know. You, you, every time you beat a level, you get these cards that say only use an, an, an a online, co-op. So yeah. I kind of want to know what it's all about, but it's not going to affect my review score because right. uh, this is mainly a single-player game. 90% <laughs> of this is single-player. Yeah. Um, but now it makes me want to go back and play the first one because I played the first one before, but I didn't really dive a lot into it. Yeah, I didn't beat the first game, but now I want to go back and kind of play yeah. play the first one again now that it's it's available to me. Um, well, I gotta say that's a hell of a bang for your buck for fifty bucks. You're getting two games. Yeah, so that's like twenty five dollars a piece. I mean, you can't yeah. beat that. Yeah, it's a really good value for what, and and it's also something that I think if you own a Wii U, it's a game that you need to buy to support yeah. a so, but support Nintendo. 
but also yeah. support platinum games and it just yeah. it, may, it gives you another another reason to want to own a Wii U. It's it's yeah. a really nice game. And like I said, you can have that awesome strategy involved and get really good and all that. But yeah. you can also just come in and just play because there's three different modes. Yeah. There's first se- climax, second climax, and third climax. If you never played the game before, I would suggest starting off with first climax because yeah. it is it's the easy level. Yeah. So you go in and just kind of see what's about. The second climax, going from two to three or from one to two, yeah. is a huge jump. Wow. So I played it a one. I didn't play. I didn't complete the game in one. I just wanted to see how easy it was. It was really easy. Right. And then I go to two, and I'm like getting my ass handed to me. I'm like, whoa! Like the, yeah. the, the difficulty level spikes. I can't imagine what three is like. I mean, but but it gives you incentive if you want to get more of a challenge because there's some people out there that are pros at Bayonetta, yeah. and they don't want. I suggest if you play Bayonetta one and you got through it great, don't start at one. Start at yeah, two. Two. Or, or if you want a real challenge, start at three. three. So I kind of want to go back and play at three, even yeah. though I still haven't got perfect on, on, two. on two yet. I still have stone levels yeah. that I need to complete. Um, but uh, I know, like, my fr- our friend uh, Nikki, she played just the first climax, and she had a great time because yeah. she wanted to see the story, yeah. have fun. Because that's something you always, you, you and I have discussed it before in past episodes, but it's like, I always start off with the medium difficulty yeah. first because if I, I have friends like my friend TJ, he always yeah. goes to hard difficulty first. No, hell no. Because c- the thing is, hard is subjective, right? That is very true, yeah. What, what the what the studio and the publisher thinks is hard may not necessarily be what you think is hard or yeah. maybe even harder than you anticipate. And then yeah. I, I've had this before with God of War where yeah. I decided, to, God of War 3, I decided to jump it to to the hard difficulty yeah. right at the beginning. And I was getting to the point where I was getting so frustrated because it's, it's a hard not game. Fun, yeah. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. And I want to know what the story is like. So yeah. usually what I do, do is when I play games, yeah. I usually start off with the middle difficulty. Yeah. So I can see the story, see what the game's about, have a good time, and then I will go after I beat it, go and play the hard difficulty. Right. So and then I check it out. But like another game I give you examples, like Bioshock Infinite. I love yeah. the game, but it's hard as balls when you're on yeah. that hard mode and that last fight on the hangar, it is almost impossible to get through. You had to yeah. drop down the difficulty level. So I just I, I want I want to be able to have fun. That's what the whole thing about game game games yeah. if, you, if challenge is your thing, that's fine. Yeah. But I, I want to have a good time, I want to have fun, I want to enjoy the game, enjoy the experience. Because that's what the game makers want you to do. They want you to experience their product that they made for you. Yeah. At your, you know, and whatever you take it, it's like I said, it's all subjective. But Bayonetta two, probably some of the most fun I've had. It'll be in. We'll be doing end of the year game review. Um, oh yeah. Soon, um, probably within the next couple epi- uh, couple weeks, we'll be doing our end- best of yeah. uh, for 2014. And I know Bayonetta is going to be in my top five already. Yeah. A little sneak preview there. Bayonetta is freaking good. Yeah. Check it out, guys. If you own a Wii U. Check it out. I know some people are disappointed that it's not on Sony or Microsoft this year, but right. but also I, I could see why that I could see why before because it was on the first game was on multiple platforms, but also Nintendo paid the money for Platinum yeah. to have exclusives. So you know, bravo to Nintendo. Yeah. So um, excellent game. Do you have any questions for me, Deuce? I know. No, I've man. It, a lot. It's it's it sounds awesome. I'm actually looking forward to play it. We were. We were uh, in a future episode. You guys will hear. We're going to be talking about Super Smash Brothers. We were going to have a Smash Giving, and it kind of got right. canceled. And that was one of the things I wanted to see at Smash Giving is I wanted to see Bayonetta, and because it got canceled, we didn't. But I'm looking forward to like sitting down and and playing with it because I kind of want to get. Um, I'm not going to say my appetite's wet for Wii U, but it's going in the right direction. It's going in the right direction. There's more interest as late for me in a Wii U than there probably ever has been. So yeah. I'm kind of interested on in getting my hands on it because there's things that are really like trying to 
to pique my interest. Like right. they've really beefed up their virtual console games. They have, they have, and bringing back like the classics and put them on the virtual. They got console. the they got the Game Boy Advance games on there now too. Yeah. So if you never own a Game Boy Advance, yeah. Uh, also, Smash Brothers coming out, and then the, yeah. then, then you have. Uh, the Zelda games. The Zelda games should be hopefully coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot coming. Yeah. And, that, and then even IGN and Kotaku revised their scores. Yeah. Now, two years later, they go, now this is the reason you need to buy a Wii. Yeah. Don't buy it first year, yeah. but this second year, you need to buy one. And they yeah. gave a, they gave a top 10 reasons why yeah. to get it. Like you mentioned with the, the yeah. great virtual console um, updated, the Game Boy Advance uh, console updated. Um, also, the plethora of games out now. I mean, and yeah. it's just... It's great. I mean, it's a great value now. Um, and also, if you were night, if you were smart enough to snag uh, and did your shopping on Black Friday, they had a two hundred fifty dollar bundle. Um, I think it was at Target, and it came with two uh, Super Mario Brothers and Mario Kart Eight. And wow. I was like, "Whoa!" But it sold so fast. I mean, oh, yeah. you go online, it was sold out. But that was a really good deal for two hundred fifty bucks. You get yeah. Mario Kart Eight, and you get uh, the Super Mario Brothers Wii U, which was. Yeah. You know, really fun game, but yeah. So that I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm hoping this sold well. I don't know what the numbers are for Bayonetta yeah. two. I hope it sold well. Um, I know the install base is about eight million units now. Yeah. Uh, for the Wii U, uh, but I'm hoping that it sold well, so we get another one. Oh, for sure. Uh, like you said, so we talked about it before. Nintendo actually has a profit now. Nintendo actually has a profit now, so they're making money. They're doing well. So hopefully, this will kind of be the flip that kind of recharge, kind of like gets a fire under Nintendo's butt and belly, they, yeah. they're the belly, and the way they can get on and you know making more games. Because if they can continue making solid games, Mario yeah. Kart Eight saved the system. Oh, we for talked sure. about that. Yeah, three million units, insane amount in the yeah. U.S. Um, and of course, Smash Brothers. We'll talk about that later. Um, and then of course, you have that that Zelda game that that's. Everyone's it's under everyone's radar right now. So, yeah. but yeah. So if you liked if you liked Bayonetta or you didn't like Bayonetta or you know you you liked Assassin's Creed Unity, you know throw in your ch- chime in your thoughts. Yeah, definitely. We, we want to know what you thought of those two games because this is a, a very stocked year. This 2014 year, it's a lot's sure. been coming out, especially towards the end of the year. And we're, we're trying our best to kind of throw out these reviews because we've gotten feedback from you guys saying that you like these reviews we're doing. Yeah. So we want to do more of these. Um, but, yeah, so definitely give us your thoughts on those two games. Um, we definitely want to hear from you and, you know. And how's the best way to reach us, Johnny? Uh, there's several ways. And we've been kind of updating our Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but on Facebook, you can find us facebook.com forward slash happy hour podcast show. Uh, or just type in happy hour uh, with Johnny Deuce in the search bar, you'll find us. Um, also on Twitter, uh, you can hit me up at at all things Deuce, and that's spelled D U C E. How they hit you up on the Twitter machine, Johnny? Uh, it's Johnny J O H N N Y underscore Womack. But the main one we want to plug is our uh, Happy Hour Twitter. We need more followers. Get out yeah. there and follow us and retweet us and everything yeah. like that. Uh, it is at HH Podcast Show. And then, of course, um, you can send us a line. Yeah, for sure. Uh, at our Gmail account, and that's HH Podcast Show at gmail.com. Yep. So, because we definitely want to do a future mailbag episode for sure. For sure. All right. So, as always, when you're talking about the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, two hashtags you want to use hashtag happy hour podcast and, and hashtag deuces on the loose. See you later. <laughs>